0: We're now joined by Coach Gary Patterson from TCU. Coach, your thoughts about the upcoming season?
1: Uh, just glad to have one. <laughs> glad to be here. Good to see everybody. You know, you don't uh, miss something. You guys always know how I do things. As far as uh, this is, is it's. I think you kind of have to enjoy the moment. I know a lot of uh, people say well, will get, but I think this is this is the one time we get an opportunity to be around all of you. Uh, it's been a fun summer. It's been more of a normal summer for us as far as our team's concerned, obviously in the state of Texas. And so our guys have been working hard. You know, I, uh, I did an interview the other day to where I said that it was probably one of the better chemistry teams we've had uh, in a long time. And, and they took that while I saying that we were going to win a national championship, and that's not what I said. But uh, I would say this, different than the norm, Gary Patterson, which in my uh, play below the water I think just for our fans our team uh, they deserved uh, a lot different look at things and so uh, our group has had great chemistry and I'll give you a great example um, usually in May when we get done with finals guys will leave for a couple weeks and because uh, we only had eight seniors but uh, basically 90% of them didn't lift they stayed on their own lift ran uh, so you can kind of tell kind of where they're at what they're doing Uh, It'll be the first time we've had a record turning quarterback back in uh, since 17. You know, know, people don't really understand what Max went through a year ago. uh, When you you understand you were only a freshman, you're going to go in the spring. You didn't have spring. uh, You didn't get an opportunity to also throw in the summer with your teammates. And then he had his uh, condition. And they basically didn't let him do anything until a week before uh, we played, uh, I think, on the 26th against Iowa State. And so... uh, for him to grow up where he's at, unbelievable leader, uh, he's here with me today. Uh, but basically, everybody on offense comes back, snapper, kicker, punter. Uh, defensively, we got three really good players. We have to replace two tight ends we had on offense that got into camps. I think we had eight seniors, five guys got into camps. Uh, so the two safeties and, and Wallow, the linebacker, and uh, – uh, been kind of fun. It's it's great group to be around. You know, usually your offense or defense will have chemistry together, not necessarily as a whole team. I gave you a great example. The other day I come walking out and they are, just got done with workouts. And when they got done, they were both on two ends of the field and they came around high-fiving high, high each other. Very rarely do you have a group that like each other. And I think COVID has a little bit to do with that for the simple reason that you had Zoom classes and you didn't see the regular students. We basically had to rely on each other. And uh, this group here really kind of came together, I think, probably because they were so young. And so uh, I don't know how that's going to turn out, but it's uh, chemistry is a great start. The way they work is a great start. And having a starting quarterback back is a great start. So for us at TCU, we're just glad to see everybody here today. Get an opportunity to have full 100% capacity in our stadium and get a chance to do that. And then got a tough early schedule. You know, besides Duquesne, you got a Cal Berkeley team that they're talking about watched them enough in their spring game uh, to understand that they're going to be a really good football team. Uh, SMU's got a good football team uh, going early, and then you start out with Texas at home. And so Texas, and then we have you go down the list of uh, Texas Tech on the road, then OU, and that's your first six ball games. So uh, after that, we'll regroup and see what goes on. Questions?
0: Questions for Coach? you put your hand up, we've got one all the way on the outside left, coach. Just a moment. Perfect.
1: Hey, coach. uh, Shahan J. Rogers from Dave Campbell's Texas Football. I'm curious, now you kind of go into this second year with Jerry Keel there, with Tim Beck there. Where do you kind of feel like you guys are out from an offensive schematic perspective, and how much will it help to kind of have that continuity? Well, number one, I think we have one of the best, really, systems in place to have two older guys that have won national championships. Jerry Kill, obviously anywhere he was a head coach, he made that program better. Uh, and then that allowed me to hire people like Kenny Hill, uh, that's a younger quarterback coach, but you have guys that can sit and watch and make sure that we don't miss any of the details, but a guy that can recruit, uh, the kids relate to. Uh, I think it's probably as good a system as anybody could have in college football right now, because I have guys in place uh, behind the scenes that help do all the things we need to do. and so and more than that uh you know you especially in this day and age not only just with COVID, but everything else just to have somebody else that can be a father figure a guy that can sit down with kids because it's 125 of them at tcu and 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 there's only one of me and to have other guys that can actually sit down and help kids with their lives uh, with the nil everything else that's going on how do you navigate how do you, how do you na- navigate the world so uh any time anybody could have a guy with that kind of experience, almost like myself, 40 years in college football, and uh, been the places he's been, uh, it couldn't help but be a plus. And so, you know, the rest of my staff, people don't understand, seven out of my ten full-time coaches, since we've been there so long, were either started as GAs or played for me. And then out of the other 20, almost 10 of them, nine or 10 of them, started as GAs and and played and did had been around the program. So you don't have to teach the culture. And so for us uh, going forward, it's, it's really been, it's a lot of fun to watch them grow uh, within your program and how they've gone on. You know, it's a hard business though right now for young coaches because with all the analysts and everybody, it's really hard to get, everybody thought, well, there'd be a lot of movement, but there's not been any movement because we got some really good young coaches that deserve to be full-time coaches at any level of college. And they had to stay another year because last year there just wasn't a lot of movement. So uh, you have a lot of experience as a staff coming back as a whole group because even in your young coaches, every, because it's a lot more than just your uh, your full-time guys. I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's everybody. And so uh, to have a guy like Tim Beck that's been a head coach, uh, Coach Sanchez that was the head coach at UNLV, that's on our staff as a uh, volunteer analyst. I mean, you just have a lot of guys that have a lot of experience. Coach Glasgow, Coach Anderson have been with me 26 years. And so anytime you put all those people in place, you you know, you think the same way in a lot of ways. And so uh, with a returning quarterback, we'll see how that turns out.
0: we got two questions in the middle back here on the start with the front one, and then we'll go to the back one. Hi, Coach. Uh, Dean Roll from the Ocali. You talk about having all these pieces around the field, you know, Duggan, Mathis. How do you see this all coming together to actually compete in the Big 12 this season?
1: Well, I mean, it's you know everybody. I just I put it in a playoff perspective. I think that in the eight years we've been in the Big 12, 14, 15, and 17, I think we would have been in the playoffs if we would have been 12 teams. So I think we, we know how to win ball games. Uh, between eight and 10, we went we were 36 and three, 14 and 15, we were 23 and three. So winning ball games is not new to TCU. 17, you win 11 and three. Two of those losses. Were to the, well, the three losses were the two teams that are picked at the top of the conference this year. So uh, the Iowa State game with a young team, we lost by three at our house. You know, if you look at uh, I, as I told my team the, uh, just this week, if you want to win 11, 10, 11, 12 ball games, you're probably going to win five ball games because the parity in this league is very close. So you're going to have to win the close ball games. And when we've had big when we've had big wins, you're going to have to win games by 10 points or less. And so how do you do that? This is one of the years where we go on the road five times four at home but we have seven home games. Uh, I think uh, you know the biggest thing is is getting back to understanding the detail of what we have to do and that's what I told him you're going to have to learn how to win the close ball games, and one of the ways you do that also I think is like other teams that have in the league you have to have a returning quarterback you always want if you have you want to have the ball last and uh, when you have an older guy that that's a lot better to have the ball last
0: we got a question on the left-hand side about three-quarters of the way back. Uh,
1: Ryan Chapman with SI Suitors. Gary, you guys are one of the first programs to have the benefit of the new in-conference transfer rule. What has that done for a guy like Chandler Morris that can come in this offseason and actually prepare with the the goal of playing next year? And then secondly, uh, have you been able to look forward? Is there any concern that uh, the, the new rule might increase whether it be tampering or poaching in conference, whatever you want to call that. Well, you're in, I don't know about in, just in conference. I think you you just need to understand. Right now, we're in a situation where we have the NIL and transfer, but we don't like the NFL. They have a players' union. Right now, we don't have a players' union. We don't have. There is no rules right now besides the state laws. And so, as we move forward, you know, one of the biggest things that's off base. You need to marry things together. Is we could have all these guys transferred, but right now we can only take 25 scholarships. Uh, that has to change. Whether it's to the basketball rule that you have 25, and then if you lose one, you can add another one. Uh, we got it, you know, coaches, I think, the, the probably the biggest thing that you, they sit up here and ask is just uh, roster management. How do we manage our roster? We were fortunate because, again, like I said, we only had eight seniors. So for us losing guys, we didn't have to worry. But if I was somebody that had 24 seniors, until that rule gets changed that's going to be really hard because if you do it and then you lose 10 guys to the portal or whatever they do and however things go down you can't replace them and especially not talking about power 5 but we're talking about the lower level of division 1 football i think that's a big problem right now that that we have to be able to fix and uh, be able to understand that do you got to you know you have to have solutions i always say that the difference between a good good coach and a great coach is a coach that can fix things quickly and so that's something that really before we get to uh signing date uh here in december we need to make sure uh with the NCA and as a uh, governing body the afca being the president last year we've got to get fixed we've got to get it to where we could that marries up a little bit better than what it does right now to be honest with you i'm a little bit different a little bit on the on the nil for simple i, I think it, it uh even the playing field I think it gave everybody an opportunity to, uh, and every kid an opportunity to get, I think our jobs are going to be as coaches, even though universities stay out of it. It's not, the really good players are going to have their own deals. People are going to find them. I think my job, you know, we have a saying at TCU, 40, not 4 It's not about how we grow them up for the four years, but it's what we're going to do for them for 22 to 62. And I think we probably, been there, 20. I've been there at TCU 24 years, I think we can probably talk about that as well as anybody can in the country about that, and I think it's really important for us to understand how do we help any of them. Now, I give you a great example. I think what might, might have helped TCU last year, our Darius Washington. He went out early in the draft as a safety. Uh, you know, wasn't he didn't have all the measurables. Probably, if he could have had some end, some endorsement deals, where he could have made, made some money. Uh, that he could have given to his family, he might have stayed another year and been playing at TCU right now. I think there's going to be some positive things that came out of uh, doing all this. and you know. But like anything, uh, abuse leads to restriction. The things you talked about, tampering, uh, using leverage as far as the amount of money that you'd have to go to one school or the other, if any of us believe that that's not, that, that might not be a possibility, I think is crazy. That's why if you look in the NFL model, you know, you can't talk to other teams. You can't do those kind of things. There's severe penalties, and so there's going to have to be some things in place that are going to have to be uh, played. It's probably why they always like me talking first, because I always get the 800-pound gorilla questions out of the way, so you guys can uh, you can go about so everybody else knows how to answer them when we get done. But, you know, I think all of that stuff's going to play, but it still comes down to, like you, you saw in the article, ESPN article that I said, and I think Max Duggan will tell you if you interview him, it's – he knows it's a big year for him. If he has a great year, all those other things take care of themselves. He wants to win. I saw a high school kid uh, talk about him recruiting. Anybody that started talking to him about name, image, and likeness, he, he took him he took off his page. He was going to college to play football. There are still those guys out there that want to do things for the right reason. And we want everybody to be successful, and we want them to be able to move on and help themselves, whether they help themselves or their family or anybody else. And uh, it's a big deal. But I think you'll find the teams that, that keep everything in perspective, that understand you still got to win football games are going to be the ones that're going to do the best job uh, in the season, and and they're going to have the more of the opportunities. Every year that we've had big years at TCU, more guys have been drafted. Okay, and more guys have been free agents, and so success breeds success. I don't think there's going to be any change. Obviously, all of us know that we've got to have we've got to have a few. Walls around everything we do because you want to, as I say as a head coach, my job is to protect the good guys, whether it's rules within our team or how we do things. And uh, I don't think it's going to be any different with the NIL or uh, transfer rules or anything else. we got to build it. I'm not a big transfer guy. I think I would deal with it just like I would a junior college guy in a lot of ways that uh, if we need a whole field, then you do it. I'm, we're still a developmental school. That's why, you know, we had... Three of those guys that came that were grad transfers came here because their people told them that they could get better and be more draftable and go higher in the draft if, if they came to TCU because that's what our reputation is. And so, for me, uh, that's what we want to keep it. And we want to keep doing those kind of things because I still think if kids are going to get to a high level, it's still about the process. You still have to learn how to fight through the hardest things you got from accountability, from accountability, Uh, work ethic and all those kind of things to get because the the measure at the NFL level, is it's still 250-some guys are going to get drafted out of 13 or 14,000 every year that are eligible. And how do you stay on that team? And the guys that do that, it's like I told my team the other day, uh, okay, how many five-stars were there uh, on either one of those teams that played in the Super Bowl? I don't know what it was, like one or two, maybe three or four, five, four-stars, but it was a lot of three-stars, two-stars, all the rest of it. And so I'm looking for five-star talent with two-star uh, humor and humility and accountability and all those kind of things that we get where we need to.
0: We had a question on the rear right side, middle. Yeah, Chris Hummer with 24-7 Sports. It wasn't that long ago Kenny Hill was here as a player uh, talking to us. What did you see from him off the field as an analyst and a GA the last few years that made you feel confident to elevate him? Yeah,
1: well, just... Uh, Kenny's always a guy that's had the it factor as far as the personality and all of that, and that's one of the key issues in recruiting and everything else that goes along with uh, being one of those nine or ten full-time assistants. Uh, you know, I, I keep a, a file on what I think guys, ever, just like my assistant, you know, and all, all assistant coaches complain about their head coach. I mean, I did when I was assistant, but I think the biggest thing was just uh, his relationship with the kids on the team, Max Duggan in particular. Uh, knowing the game, been in within the system, uh, his relationships when kids came on campus of how they related to him as a, uh, a recruiter. Uh, that was the same reason I, I hired Zarnell Fitch uh, when he was on campus. Kids just uh, gravitated to him. And I think uh, if you ask guys around here, they would talk to you about how those guys do a great job in recruiting. One of the reasons why, again, I, I put in place in the university, really, the Chancellor and Jeremiah Donati uh, allowing us to be able to in position a guy like Jerry Kill or Tim Beck or Coach Sanchez or any of the guys I have uh, that are behind the scenes, um, when you have those guys that you have experience, I think Coach Saban's been able to do that best at Alabama. I mean, you've got to be able to make good decisions. So to be able to have good decisions, you've got to be able to have a lot of people have an opinion that you can sort through everything and come up with the right answer. And Kenny Hill is one of those who became very clear that he would be the right answer for us because of his relationship with Max and the other quarterbacks. And also that he has such a high end as far as personality and being able to recruit and do all those other things. He loves football. That's that's an easy part. You know, now we just need to, to mold him into being a guy that can be in this profession on a day to day basis and being in a long time. I mean, that's my job.
0: Okay, this is going to be the final question for Coach over here on the second row, left side.
1: Hi, Coach. Ashley Vandervelde, Gaylord College at Oklahoma. Um, Surrounding the new rules with preseason pad practices, um, how do you feel this will affect your team preparation-wise, especially with those big games you talked about? Well, um, you know, all of us, I think, coaching-wise, would have liked us to have gone back to the 2019 rule where we had we were able to have walkthroughs in the summer and do things. And, but um, again, we all we all because I thought again, just like the NL, NLI, NIL, and uh, I think I thought even the playing field there was the guys that did it and the guys that didn't do it. But uh, I think our kids now that we're a year older, it's a lot easier for us now than it was a year ago. Uh, with all the young guys that we had to had to play, and and uh, and really with COVID, I, you know anybody that had an older team had an advantage. Excuse me, had an advantage last year, especially early in the season. Uh, now I think it's a little bit more normal doing the things we're doing, and how we're doing it. So, but I, you know, I think everything is going to be is going to be okay now. You know, you set your preseason up uh, where we have four home games. You play Duquesne, which is the one AA team, and then. Uh, you go into a Cal Berkeley team that comes to Texas, and then SMU. So, uh, I think the level of competition definitely will get us ready for uh, being able to play in the Big 12, Big 12 conference the way we do things. So, it's it's a long road because after the one week early, we have off. We go straight through. We don't have any other off weeks. So, uh, we better be ready.
0: Okay, Coach. Thank you very much for your oh, comments. Thank you. Good luck. Frogs. For the we'll see you.